0: I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe. Hey, good evening. Hello, friends. Out now, as a film podcast, where Abe and I normally discuss new movies weekly. However, uh, we've like to we've, we've been experimenting with some things lately. We have the Nights, nights. episodes uh, every now and then, which are fun, where Abe and I... Kind, and if we happen to get on a guest, that's great, too. We've had on on. We've had the Professor Mike Dillon on. Even like, you know, if we get some people on to talk about some random topics, that's fun, and like some... Kind of extended discussions or spoiler talks or just other topics on our mind. Uh, we do the commentaries, obviously. And currently it's October. We're having the horror episodes which are a lot of fun with uh, Brandon, Jimmy O, and whoever else we get on the shows. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're going to try something – another kind of special bonus, which we might start doing more often. Well, it's a
1: special it. bonus just in that we released tons of content last <laughs> week. Yeah. Like, literally, probably, like, 10 hours of content last week. Yeah, we,
0: we and, yeah, that's probably pretty literal, actually, if I added up yeah, all the hours. It probably is about and, 10 and hours it, of
1: content. It's more that uh, we, we kind of wanted to give you guys a break from the heavy listing, but we still wanted to give you guys a review. So that's why it's a little bit lighter but at the same time, it's not anything crazy out of the ordinary. It's just more that we uh, we love giving you guys content uh, all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's basically we spoiled you guys, but we're also very much indebted to Tom Cruise. I think that's the main takeaway. <laughs> we are <laughs> yes, yeah, so, because well, we're if it was any other movie, you know, if it was Hotel Transylvania three opening next June 2018... Oh, eighteen, oh that'd, that'd we, be a pass. We'd be that'd be a hard pass, but like. <laughs> As much as I like Jenny Tarkovsky. But Tom Cruise movie comes out, and we're like, what, we're not covering this? That seems a little out of the ordinary. So we figured, okay, we said we'd see, we'd said at the end of our seven hours of recording or 300th episode last week, which we you just definitely take note of. It's great. Listen to it right now. It's on iTunes, yeah. both parts one and two. Um, we did say we'd be covering American Made next week. Now, we and OutNow are not known to be liars. Some of our guests are. I'm looking no at you, way. Jordan. No we're Brown,
1: not liars. But I'm yeah, kidding. We're well, looking at you, Marcus <laughs> Amelia Robinson.
0: <laughs> but, but we're, we're we said we'd delivering an American-made review, and damn it, we're going to deliver an American-made review. So yeah, that's yeah. what this is. We're You're damn right. We're we're, we're we're calling this an Out Now mini. We're like the Ivan
1: Drago of podcasting. We must crush you if we have to crush you. Yeah, that
0: I don't know how that applies exactly, but no, yeah, it that's that <laughs> we have. But yeah, we're calling this an Out Now mini. Um, and so it's gonna be—it's—we're not gonna have any of the other stuff that we normally do on the show, which is really fun. We're just gonna tra- straight up talk about American made after we get through some show notes and stuff. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's—that's that's the plan here. And if you like these, you know, let us know obviously because um, Abe and I—we see lots of movies and we don't necessarily cover everything in full detail, but. Something like this seems like a fun one—a new Tom Cruise movie or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put this out there, um, and that'll be on top of the you know the giant stack of content. You're already like, I can't wait to listen to all of this. This is another thing. This is the <laughs> when opposite. you go
1: on your vacation next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you load up iTunes and you refresh that podcast feed or wherever, if, I don't know, Google Play, Spreaker, whatever SoundCloud, you use, I don't SoundCloud, know. Audio, SoundCloud, yeah. Bo- you're, you're gonna see like all these files, and you're gonna be like, wow. These guys have been working, and I need to listen to this immediately. That's obviously the second sentence. You say we got to meet, work on this immediately, and that's that's great. I'm ha- we're happy you're doing that. And you yeah, know this... how amazing it is! It's all free. It is all. That's the greatest thing too. We're that's not even asking. Yeah. Not even asking for money. Jimmy does, nope. but we we edit those parts out. Of the <laughs> Jimmy show. does. No, I'm kidding. But uh, but seriously, yeah, we're we're happy to you know put a lot of content out there. We've had a lot of great response to the 300th episode last week, which is great. Yeah. We we had a lot Thank of fun very doing much that. For all that great feedback. Yeah, great stuff. Great great to have all the guests on. It was a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, you know, new Blade Runner commentaries out there as well. And of course, as I mentioned, our first horror episode's up. Um, it's about horror adaptation, which was a lot of fun to record. We got some plenty about We have four more horror before <laughs> episodes. I don't know why we have. How do we have this much time? We don't. It's ridiculous. But we're somehow yeah, it on it. It is kind of
1: ridiculous there. how much uh, time that we spend in, in front of our computers on the mic. Uh, but hey, we do it because we love it.
0: Yeah, we do it for the fans. <laughs> and because, and yeah, because we, we love it. And because we love it, yes. Mainly <laughs> because we love it. Um, I, uh, now to, now to make a hard segue, it is currently... Let's get into something serious. Yeah, it's Monday the 2nd Yes, uh, October. October. I need to change my calendar. That's the last non-serious thing I'll say for a second. Okay. Um, and it's a... <laughs> I have a Simpsons calendar. And it's a bunch of zombie Simpsons. Games. It's pretty cool, actually. Um, <laughs> it's... It's a day after a a a mass shooting happened. Basically you know, a terrorist attack happened. A domestic terrorist attack happened on a in Las Vegas. And it's it's very unfortunate. Um I don't it's hard to encapsulate the amount of emotions and the number of things I'd want to be able to say that works into some way that's, you know, positive and actually means something to you guys and you don't need to hear that. You've heard that plenty of places already. You know like all well, the, the thoughts and prayer stuff which it's annoying to like say that but no it doesn't necessarily count just saying the words is actually about standing up and doing something or whatnot and then even now we're not about to turn this show into something entirely different from what it normally is we want to have a good time we want to talk about a movie with you guys listening and everything and that's great but i just want to make note of the fact that it's something that it's it's devastating to hear about um many people know that my mom lives in vegas unfortunately she's all right i can't i'm incredibly sorry for everybody that's not all the family that it's, it's such it, it's a it's a terrible thing that happened um i was very pleased to see a message on facebook from one of our listeners um you know met, asking me that very fact knowing that my mom was in vegas he lives in vegas as well um ask asking if she was all right that was very that was very nice of you um and she is and i told her that you asked and she was very she very much appreciated that as well um and I, obviously, if any, any of our listeners have, have any kind of involvement in this and everything, I hope everything is fine. Um, if not, obviously, that's terrible, and that I'm very sorry about that. But I just, I want us to, be, I want both of us to make note, I'm not trying to, like, stump, you know, jump on top of Abe or everything, you can, you can speak of when you want to, but just to make sure we're we're aware of the, you know, the heavier things that happen in this country. And it's not about, you know, making an argument about what to do next, but it does stand to reason that these, these are important things that are going on and the way we kind of, how we want to be, you know, thought of as a country it does matter. And if you have something you want to do about that, um, and obviously a, you know, a peaceful way, do something about that. I think that's, you know, that's the right thing to do.
1: Yeah. And just to add on to what Aaron said, uh, in all seriousness, we love doing the show and we love having fun with each other and the guests. But uh, just like what uh, Aaron mentioned, we're not oblivious to the fact that real-world things are happening all around us that don't involve entertainment and don't involve movies. And part of being, I guess, a a full-grown adult is uh, understanding that these things are things that will happen and will continue to happen. But if you feel as though you want to take strong action against things like this, uh, such as mass shootings or social media involvement uh, regarding British relations or the state of the, the uh, America today, then do it. That's one of the greatest virtues of this country, is just allowing us to have freedom of speech and allowing us to uh, give our opinions wherever it's necessary. With all that being said, I, I think that it, one of the things that uh, we... It's kind of you might find it weird that we might not be addressing all the current events that go on, and I think what Aaron and I have consciously decided to do is try and make this uh, as fun of a show as possible without having some of that stuff drag on. But when it hits so close to home like this uh, for Aaron, um, it certainly is one of the things where he um, has a pretty uh, impassioned thing that he wants to say, and of course, we're always going to have the mics open for that. So Aaron, you know, I... I appreciate that you are able to openly say this uh, on the podcast and to all the listeners and to anybody else that might be listening. And so
0: I feel like we've done a lot, a lot to ad- address a topic that I think is on our minds amidst numerous topics. Let's be, let's be honest here um, without, you know, pr- projecting any side. Cause that's certainly not what we're trying to do. We're just, you know, we want to say we're aware of things that are going on and I, I can right. only hope that any, anything that needs to be taken up as you know a sort of call to action um, be sure to do so in a peaceful manner but you know make your voice heard i think that that counts more than not doing anything if you feel truly impassioned um, about how you want the future to see you know where we where where you were where you where you, where you stood on things mhm I think that's the the fairest way to say things. So yeah, with that so in mind, so can I put my
1: silly hat back on? Let's with, yeah, you could.
0: Let's go back to the the roles <laughs> as we've established in the three hundredth episode. You're goofball now. And, oh, I'm, right, and I'm right. the street man. That's what
1: the guests say, right. Yeah. I'm
0: the straight man, talking to goofball.
1: Yeah. I'm Eddie Murphy over here. You're Nick yeah. Nolte.
0: Um, <laughs> and I guess R.I.P. Tom Petty. Good God. So, R.I.P. Like, Tom Petty, yeah. And there's, I... I mean, a lot of celebrities seem to be passing. We, I saw a movie with Harry Dean Stanton today. He passed away. We didn't even mention him on the show. So, I mean, a lot of these people yes. pass. A lot of great actors, a lot of great performance, a lot of great talents. It's unfortunate. People get older. Or tragic things happen. It's a shame. And, I mean, well... <laughs>
1: Best thing to do: just, listen to some of his music. Yeah, that—that's
0: you know, when you have a podcast like this, that can choose whatever songs we want. You never know it's might get crop up in there. So we'll uh, yeah, that's and we, true. And we just talked about um, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, which is a Tom Petty song, so <laughs> it works out. Right. Um. Okay. Let's. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Then. Let's 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 go roll the trailer for American Made of your class in the Civil Air Patrol, a pilot like you shouldn't be flying buses. Welcome to Miami. Welcome to Bakersfield. Haven't you ever wanted something more, Barry? You should be serving your country. Your CIA. <sighs> Shh. We need you to deliver stuff for us. Oh, this is legal? If you're doing it for the good guys. Woo! Barry Seals, a goddamn genius. Hey! You are an airline pilot, Barry. That's how you support this family. This is going to be good for us. Is this all legal? You trust me? No! All right, that should have been some of the trailer for American Made. Uh, based on <laughs> a true story, a I didn't write a thing down. I got to wing this like I used to do. Uh, based on a true story, Doug Lyman reteams with uh, Tom Cruise after uh, Edge of Tomorrow slash through, I mean, lived I repeat um the the, there is a character cruise plays named barry seal who was once a twa pilot before he was contacted by the caa to be a a transport so first he was taking some photographs and he became sort of a courier and then he started to go into business for himself uh, because things were working in that way it's set during the late 70s early 80s um the whole the reagan 80s specifically for the whole contra affair kind of playing out uh tom cruise's barry seal has a family, um, he's providing for them, and he gets more money than he knows what to do with. As he starts to be working for the uh, Medellin cartel, as well as the CAA, and they're sort of playing against them each other, but just being kind of the, the the fun pilot guy in between. Right. Um, uh, the movie opened this past weekend. It Let's see. Not a cost. Not too much of a costly movie, but not not the strongest of Tom Cruise openings. But that said, it's still a it's it's a regular guy role for Tom Cruise, which is a, something of a change of pace compared to the kind of running and gunning Tom Cruise we've been seeing for the past uh, you know several years at this point. It's rare and rare to see these kind of you know these movies that you saw from Tom Cruise in this kind of '90s and '80s era, like something like this again. So it's an, for me, it's a nice return to form. But Abe, what do you think of American Made?
1: Uh, I, America made is an eh, it's okay. Uh, it's nothing really amazing kind of a movie. I think the way that the trailers played it out when I was, when I was seeing them in previews, um, it felt like it was going to be a, this fast paced buildup of craziness involving drugs, guns, cartels, and the CIA. Uh, but I think it's a lot tamer than you might think. And I think that there's enough character work here to essentially make you like Tom Cruise and the character that he's playing of Barry Seal. But there's not enough to give you insight as to whether you're rooting for Barry or if, you know, you're rooting against Barry. The character wasn't really burned by his employer. He wasn't struggling to make ends meet kind of thing. He's kind of just this bored pilot that kind of just uh, happened to be smuggling Cuban cigars a- into the country and then was, you know, contacted by Domino Gleason's character in the movie. Um the way that it plays out, it's it's kind of – some parts are fun and some parts are kind of funny, uh, but it's it's very much uh, – it, it doesn't really feel like it, it has much to say about anything, whether it was uh, the – you mentioned Ronald Reagan and their war against drugs and the, war and the Contras and whatever else, and it doesn't really have anything political to say. I kept on thinking of movies like Charlie Wilson's War and also The Wolf of Wall Street, where those were – a little bit more uh, on the nose of the message that they're trying to give and also crazy and also fun uh, while telling this biopic story. Um, I haven't seen gold with Matthew McConaughey, but I'm, I'm willing to guess that it's kind of along the lines of, of this kind of um, buildup of, well, this guy is trying to make ends meet it gets even crazier from there. And then it just boils over into crazy. I don't think that this movie really ever really boiled into over into crazy. And, I don't know if there was ever really a sense of paranoia that I perhaps should have gotten uh, much as a way, the same way that Eric Bana gets in Munich where I was even curious as to what's going to happen. He keeps on sleeping in closets for like 30 minutes of the movie uh, until he gets a phone call. But on the whole, it's, it's all right. It's not anything that I'm, I'm, you know, running out to go and shout out to the rooftops and say, go see this. This is the best Tom Cruise movie since uh, edge of tomorrow with Doug Lyman.
0: Um, I'm not going to disagree with you as far as uh, how much you need to race out of the theaters to see this movie. I do think it's good, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say like this is you know this is you know, peak. I, it's it's not like the you know the most amazing thing you can see in theaters right now. Uh, that said, I do like this movie quite a bit. I like it mm-hmm. more than you, I think, because I do see the, now, First off, Gold's not good. I don't like Gold. It's not a good okay. Movie. Um, <laughs> good
1: yeah, well, yeah, it was, I got to put it was that out in and, out, and
0: there. out of theater, so I kind of figured that it probably wasn't that good. I got to put that out there. I, Gold is not a good movie. <laughs> um, but um, and but I do wish it was more like this movie because this movie I like for what it's doing. Um, mm-hmm. But but also to to your point, I do think it's saying more than you're letting on. Um, I wouldn't. It's 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 not maybe slamming you over the head with it but i do think it it is indi- it is an indictment of the reagan 80s um and and it works as it's funny because tom cruise is currently you know he's about to team up and make a uh, top gun top gun 2 like that's actually going to finally happen i say finally in quotes because i don't care but lots of people do um <laughs> uh, and what's his name um, oblivion director tron legacy director um, um, joseph Kaczy- Kaczynski. um he's that sounds he- like a- a made-up
1: name, but... Um... It's, it's, not, it's
0: not a made-up name. <laughs> uh, but he, he's teaming up again with Tom Cruise to, to make okay. um, uh, Top Gun 2. Yeah, all right, so Joseph Kuzinski, I got it. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. It like, yeah, yeah. And I'm mentioning that because, you know, there's an actual Top Gun 2 coming, but this kind of works as like a... Uh, like a cynical take on Top Gun too, like you know, you have the Top Gun too where it's like you know, oohrah, go good, you know, good on. It's not that's not the right terminal, but you know, you know, go military <laughs> and everything with the you know, home with, run with, with, with home run exactly with with Cruz and what he's going for or what he's a part of and everything. And this movie feels like the exact opposite where it's not and it's not going against the military, but it's certainly going against the kind of. It's criticizing the, you know, the Reagan era. It's, it's, it's putting that out there as far as how, just how involved America was in certain activities and how ridiculous it was to see where, you know, allegiances lied and whatnot and what, what the, you know, where we were putting our, our, our money in, literally, essentially, um, that said, I mean beyond just like some cynical satire work that's going on here, which is again, it is fair, it's fairly tame. I it, I give you credit there. It is it is like a fairly tame example of it, but I do think it it does enough to make that it, that aspect interesting. Beyond that, this is just a good Tom Cruise movie. Tom Cruise is great here. Like I I may not have felt like he was challenging himself in the same way I might have expected. I've been following this movie for a while. It used to be called Mina, which is named after the town that he eventually kind of takes up in. That makes sense. Um, It was called Mina a long time ago before they changed the title. Doug Liman was involved, and I thought it was going to be more of a a drama until I saw the trailer. And it's like, oh, they're playing up the kind of comedy angle, Um, which is fine. Um, I think it it has this kind of lightness to it that works mainly because, again, I think Cruz is really good in this movie. I think he does a lot... While taking taking away the running part of him, he still puts that smile on, and there's a lot there. It, no, I'm serious. Like he
1: he, he has lo- a little bit of a run before a car blew up, but that's the only there, run there's, that I there's,
0: there's very li- there's very little running
1: in this. Yeah, yeah for a Tom Cruise
0: movie, it's very below below par. Um, but no, I think he the kind of movie star persona he's crafted works really well for this Barry Seal character. Much better than whatever he's doing in the Mummy. Like here is like, yeah, this is the Tom Cruise I like seeing. Yeah, um, he sees very he's he's confident but also kind of cocky he's in over his head but also a caring family man to an extent and but like what i think it what i really enjoy is that the movies like this which we've seen plenty of as far as this kind of you know rise of this guy makes a bunch of money has a family as a support and then like a bad things happen like generally you see a movie like this and there's kind of two halves you get the first half which is like fun and everything and you seeing you're seeing the kind of the, how the everything's turning into place you're seeing these Deals get made. You're seeing this guy slowly get more and more money, and you know everything's going well for him. Then the second half is like everything turns to shit. Every you know, yeah, the family right. leaves him. He gets betrayed by employees or something like that. And to the movie's credit, while things you know not good times don't always last. I do think it maintains the level of fun throughout. I was impressed by that. I, I was worried that it was gonna just get like straight into like straight up drama. And it never really does. Like Tom Cruise See, is pretty even headed so the, the whole time, which I yeah, enjoyed. So that, that's where
1: I would kind of disagree in in that it doesn't it, it's not that it you know, I agree with you that it doesn't go crazy, but at the same time I think that what it's trying to do is it's trying to seal some of the movie off and close it out, and it's not really sure how to do that in a way that is um, as compelling as perhaps they had thought about it on the script. And so when you're having things like they go back to the, the cartels and then the cartels are telling them to shoot the gringos and then uh, you know some guy uh, pees his pants, yeah, sure, that's all fun and, and good, but then there's also a serious test that they're asked to do by a government agency, and that's the kind of thing that kind of exposes them, right? So it's it, it just... I, I see what you're saying. I just didn't get the same feeling.
0: I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, 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 you don't have to tell me anything. This is just how I feel. <laughs> I, I was... I I thought, that I thought the movie was pretty consistent. I I, I think it, it, it hit what it was going for, and I, I don't think it... My, my complaints would largely be in the fact that it's just... It's not... Huh. It's not hitting that extra level that makes something like Goodfellas a classic. Like it's not. It's not. It's, well, I mean, it's, that's it's not that's going like a level of seriousness. No, but it's but it's writing that this, same this line. Like there's there's a good chunk of this movie that feels like the that final third where Ray Liotta's super paranoid and has a helicopter flying over him the whole time.
1: I don't think that like, that. I don't think that it plays. Uh, I don't think that they are going for that same kind of feel, though. Oh,
0: I, I mean, there... there's... A, there's a, there, when when he starts juggling so... When he starts so, taping himself, when, when, he yeah. finished, when he starts juggling so many different things... Not when he's taping himself. When he starts juggling so many different things at one time, I, I, could, I could hear a version that's like Ray Liotta narrating all the different things he has to do in one single day. I'm not saying it's on the same level as Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas, but I'm saying I think the vibe of that is what's being hit here. I mean, that's why you mentioned Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, there's a lot of Scorsese-ness in this movie that's very obvious to me like it's not it's not going over it's i don't think it's going over anybody's head of what kind of movie they're making here it's it's following a certain model
1: and no i, I get that i get that it's following a model i just i don't think that it's doing a, a great job of, an effective job of making you feel that this person is paranoid that it, that he's in over his head i mean this guy loves money so much that he basically has he, he literally he, goes he doesn't into, have a
0: reason to until much later in the movie, and th- and that no, point I, I didn't buy I get buy that, it. but, I did it's that not, but it's
1: not—it's not as though I mean they kind of play up the laugh—the laughs for you when they're when they're saying stuff like, "Oh well, you know, I had three suitcases in the in the chimney, and I also." uh buried so much in the backyard that he's digging holes and yeah, he literally going just for comes back. On...
0: Like it's supposed it's supposed to be having fun with that.
1: Yeah, but that that exactly. That it's supposed to be having fun with it. I don't that's why I'm not that's why i am thats why i am disagreeing with you on I don't think that there's a, a level of paranoia or a level of I'm win way over my head kind of thing.
0: I didn't say that though. Okay. I said, okay. It, I said it the I what I what I stressed was that it's. I mean, what well, you're there's, mentioning there's like lot, Henry Hill and and the paranoia piece what, in the end. I, there. I mean, I'm not. I you keep mentioning paranoia. I I would mention, I mentioned let, let you mentioned you mentioned Goodfellas let, and you keep interrupting. Let me let me finish a sentence where I can actually get ahead. a clear thought. I, what, what I said was that sequence in Goodfellas, where, where Henry Hill is paranoid, I think, yeah. and because he's doing all these things at one time, while on drugs and while being spied on by the by the by the FBI. I right. that the kind of the sense of chaos and the fact that he's juggling all these things that came to mind while watching this movie. I'm not saying it's because it, because the characters are in a similar state. I'm saying okay. the number of things being handled by Tom Cruise at during a good chunk of this movie, reminded me of that sequence. As far as his paranoia goes, the only thing I, the only time I felt, felt Tom Cruise was kind of playing up a level of paranoia was when there's an appropriate time for him to do so. I'll just say sure. towards the end cool. of the film. Th- but in terms of, I never. I never felt the movie was trying to convey to me this sense of danger that this character was constantly in because the character himself wants this. He and he he's very much bored with his TWA job, where the only thing he's doing that's you know somewhat risky is smuggling cigars. Before he gets recruited by the CIA, he's dying to do something that makes him feel alive, and that's what I like in this character. Where you're, not, I'm not the movie's not necessarily glamorizing him, although it's it's portraying certainly a. A kind of like what if this happened kind of life. Not no, I get that. Yeah. But like, I I like that it's not it's not trying to especially because of who he's working for on both sides. It's not trying to. It's 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 not the movie's job to portray him in this kind of you know specific light. He's morally bankrupt in some ways. But it's, I it's, it's, I, it's... I think you're you're digging
1: yourself into a hole here because I think that you're because I agree with you that Tom Cruise is is kind of fun to see in this character role, but. Where you're, what you're saying is what I was saying, which is there's just not enough of Barry Seal to to give you a sense of whether you should root for Barry or whether you should root against Barry.
0: Well, I'm saying what I'm saying is that the movie is not concerned with that. You can make up your own mind on on Barry, but the sure. the the root of this character is more in the fact that here's this guy, he's doing this thing. You can like him or dislike him, but it's hard not to look at him. The only, but the people you should be judging are the ones that are giving him this opportunity.
1: See, I don't think that they played that up as well. No, right? and I, I so. agree
0: with that. I do think the movies get sketchy on... Yeah. And especially because I do... I like Donald Gleason in general, but, like, there's... <laughs> and, and I don't. I do. I like him a lot.
1: <laughs> I, like, I love him as an actor, but all the roles that he plays, I I always feel like, yeah, that guy deserves a slap.
0: <laughs>
1: this you, one, no different.
0: <laughs> yes, and I... It's weird to like. I I don't know how to like judge it because it's like, well, it's it's trying to be this kind of satire, but it's not a hard hitting satire. So it's like, but, all right,
1: yeah, I agree with you on that because look, when they're mentioning all the Reagan stuff and hey, Nancy Reagan has a message for you, just say no. Uh, yeah, that was cool. That and I I got that that you know the '80s was the war on drugs has basically been something that's been going on for decades now, and I just didn't really get the sense of hard hitting satire. I mean. Yeah, sure. I actually got a a better sense of, hey, capitalism, and let's do everything like that. But um, in terms of, uh, well, you know, the drug trade is always going to be free-flowing, whatever else. I think there's better movies out there that give you that sense of satire and sense of sarcasm along with this pointed message.
0: Yeah, but the ones I can think of are all deadly serious. I can't think of one that's, like, supremely entertaining in this same way. Like I can think of something like traffic, which is not a satire. at all. it's just that, straight that's up That's not drama. a satire. No. It's but like, just like uh, that's just like a sad, serious drama. But I'm trying to think, I can't. But I can't think of like a specific movie that has this kind of feel to it. That's also just wildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and which you I can think you call is, it wildly entertaining. I, th- I mean. Wildly entertaining, ter- wildly, wild, wild, wildly entertaining in terms of what's going on within this story. As gotcha. far as rating this movie, it's entertaining. I would say that yeah. for sure. Like it's it's a fun movie, and but and aside, okay, we can we can table that for a second because um, <laughs> I do think there's other things to say. Because I like I, I like Lyman's direction in this movie quite a bit. I like that. I mean, coming off of of Tomorrow, he made The Wall, which is really stripped down, just like <laughs> you know, kind of cheap, dirty movie that works. If and what I liked there was like okay this feels like Lyman stopping making like big giant movies because he was making that and Jumper and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Born Identity like he was making these big blockbusters for a little bit and it's like okay he's, he's like let me make this thing to kind of cool off before I make another kind of big movie again and he did <laughs> and I like The Wall quite a bit I think it's a, it's a fine thriller for what it is and then he makes this movie which is still not you know it's not soup it's you know it's like a 60 it's a 50 million budget it's not a huge movie but it still has it feels like you know he's He's trying something again. It's, you know, he, he started with Swingers, I mean, which was like it's own little guerrilla right. production back in 96. And, you know, now he has this thing It's like, well, I got the biggest movie star in the world, but I'm going to make like the most lo-fi movie possible where he has just like, actual planes being flying around and tom cruise running and gunning or you know running through south america to america whatnot i like there's there's a scrappiness to this movie that I admired it's not it's not it's not at this it's not at this like scorsese level but i like that he's he the little things he's the little fun he's having by making this look like a kind of 70s 80s film and the little interstitials he's putting in here and the handheld work and having actual planes and whatnot like there's there's stuff like that that i appreciated yeah absolutely i
1: think that there's uh, a lot of great technical work in this movie and there's you mentioned it earlier with the the look of the 70s and 80s and whatever else and that's uh, something that really comes across early on when he's visiting um one of the cartel families and there's just really heavy sun exposure and the 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 film grain just really hits you hard so there's a lot of technical stuff that doug Lyman and the team did to make this look like it was a 70s and 80s movie, especially and when you're having digitally, him record too, himself.
0: Which is another thing. So it's shot digitally? It's shot digitally, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, when Tom Cruise is recording himself making these tapes, and it's in 4x3, and also, you know, the date stamp at the bottom there, um, it's very it's very much, uh, uh, it very much looks like he actually was using tape. That,
0: that, that might, that might be actually be him doing tape, that, uh, Okay. That stuff. Well, whatever Hopefully.
1: the case, it looks it looks pretty good, and it's, it's effective for what it is. Um, so, yeah, on that level, I agree with you. That It's great that they use pac- practical effects, real planes being flown. And Tom uh, Cruise, like, he's
0: flying those planes. I, yeah, he's, he's, he's a pilot. He's, so. he's, he's doing that flying. <laughs> right.
1: And yeah. there was some controversy with that, too. Just uh, there are some some uh, unfortunate accidents on set that um, are kind of made delight light right now. But uh, with all that being said, though, uh, that still doesn't detract from me thinking that it could have gone – uh, more on the fun side or it could have gotten more on the satirical side um, and I think I would have been fine with either but it, it feels too it feels too quote unquote safe for me
0: see I don't know if I I mean I feel like the the way to make this less safe is just to make it you know less entertaining I guess is the way to put like it I, I, I can see, see that I see, I, a, I see what you're saying I there. see a version of this movie telling a story that's you know more you know uh, narcos is on netflix right now that's like that's a popular show and it tells everyone, everyone keeps telling me to watch it and it's a big fo- it focuses on pablo escobar and and that kind of aspect of it a lot in their family lives and um i'm not sure if the barry seal character has shown up in that show yet alan aguilera can trail phyllis i'm sure because he's a <laughs> he's what he's, he's a huge fan of it my dad is also um he saw this movie he liked it quite a bit by the way dad's movie corner Devin, yeah yeah, <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> um but like and like I'm sure Narcos is great and everything, but like a movie version of this story, I feel like if they made it just kind of the traditional like dramatic route of seeing like the you know how you know violent everything actually was and. You know, seeing big arguments between Tom Cruise and his wife—that you've seen plenty of—it's just it feels that feels well, like a very standard movie that I just don't yeah. care about very much.
1: So that's and, not where I'm asking this movie to go either, because I, I agree with you that's not that's not what Doug Lyman and Tom Cruise probably originally set out to, to make, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's like a completely different movie, completely different tone, probably uh, still R rated, but way more way more slow paced than what you would get in this movie. Which is admittedly fast-paced, uh, just not as fast as perhaps you think the the trailers make you believe that it is. Um,
0: I, like, but, I got the movie I expected out of this trailer, like
1: it's like yeah. Yeah, I got. I'd say I got like 75 percent of it's, it's, it. It's um, a
0: two-hour. It's a two-hour movie. It moves quickly. Cruise is fun. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> But to go back to circle back to
1: the the drama part of it, I agree with you that if it was heavy hitting of just uh, all of a sudden uh, he is Tom Cruise is in over his head, he realizes this. Then that doesn't really serve. Uh, it would be too too dramatic of a change in tone in the movie, and then I would probably dislike that even more because I felt as though, well, where was this from the get go, right? Um, but you know, something like Charlie Wilson's War, where it's serious, but also they have a really good point about everything that's going on about why if if we were if we were going to be um, helping the uh, the conflict in Afghanistan uh, against the Russians and supplying. Uh, those forces with weapons, then this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to raise the funds, but also Philip Seymour Hoffman is there to really give you a kick in the ass about what is going to happen if we don't take further action on it. Whereas Charlie Wilson, Tom Hanks' character is just there to be like, well, look, I am having a great time and I I got all this money from both sides of the aisle. Uh, I think that's where, uh, if you want to make a, 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 stand about what you're saying about the drug, War in America, that's where it would have been way more effective. I, but I, 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 don't, I don't think they're really going for that. And I also don't think that uh, they obviously don't have a scene like that in this movie.
0: I think the I mean, the, there's a, a, a difference between the two, which is obvious. Uh, one is yes. that they don't have Aaron Sorkin as a screenwriter. I mean, that, you know, and that makes Aaron Sorkin sense. wrote Charlie Wilson's War. <laughs> Yes. How do I not know this? How do you? I figured that's why you love it so much because it's written by. <laughs> doesn't that seem obvious now that I say that out loud to you? Like the, yes.
1: Uh, yeah, a lot of the dialogue does does hit pretty close.
0: <laughs> this is the thing you did not realize. Okay, fine. Reg, regardless, yeah. as I'm saying, yes. One of the aspects is obviously yes. Sorkin did not write this screenplay, so there's a difference. There. There's a difference in strengths there. But there's also something that, in this might just inherently make you like, you know, not like this movie as much as you know, something like Charles Wilson's War, that's Charlie Wilson's War and other movies. That started out with a stance in mind, and that's where it kind of spun out from. This movie's not working on that same level. This movie's working more on, hey, this guy was pretty weird, or, why you know, had a crazy story happen to him. Let's make a movie out of it, and it kind of goes that direction. And that direction they chose is this kind of, you know, flimsy satire mix of comedy that... I think is works because of this cruise performance. I think that's central to it. It more, like, yeah, so, I, more yeah, I, I, so, I more so than the, and more so, more so than the satirical element. Obviously okay. if they played that up more, if they handled that better, I think you'd like the movie more. Um, and again, I, it's not like I'm giving this, you know, best of the year reviews either. Oh I yeah, think, of it, course I not, think yeah. it's, I think it's fine. Uh, but I, I think it's, I also, I, but I think it's elevated because Tom Cruise is really good in this movie. Yeah, no, there's other movie. He does. There's other actors here. Ones that I like, uh, quite a bit. I mean, we were both fans of uh, Jesse Plemons, um, but he's. Like, I love him
1: showing. I was not expecting that for him to show up, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Jesse Plemons is
0: here." Yeah, he's here. Uh, what's his name? Caleb Landry Jones. Who I keep seeing. He was in Get Out earlier this year. He's in X Men First Class. He's I hate in, that guy. Uh, he's in. Uh, he's a guy. He plays slimy very well. He's in. Um. He's in another movie. Um. The. That, oh, he was in Get Out. That's where I was trying to yeah, figure out Get where. Out. I'd yeah, he's seen the brother. He's the, yeah,
1: he's the lacrosse brother.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh. But he. Um. So I told you about Good Time. That's the Rupert Hattinson movie. That's, uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The directors of that, the Safdie brothers, they made a movie called Heaven Knows What a couple years ago, um, which has him in a lead role as well. And he's, like, he's so slimy, just the kind of characters he plays. And it's like, yep, he brings the... The second he's appeared in this movie, like, oh, God. And what I like about that, though, is, like, <laughs> there is an expectation you have when his character shows up, and it doesn't quite play out the way I would say it does, like I, I or I would expect it to. Like, okay. I, there's a... I think there's a there's a more trite way that could have that character could have factored into the things as a whole, but it ends up playing a bit differently. I'll give you I'll uh, give you credit on
1: that. But uh, what I do, I wanted to finish up in saying just that uh, I didn't I didn't go in here thinking oh this is gonna be a sat- a satirical movie or it's gonna hard, hit hard on it. I didn't really think that it was gonna be one of those movies. I thought it was gonna be one of those movies that just builds and builds and builds and then all of a sudden things come crashing down, which is the movie that I got. Um, and, uh, just the psychological elements that are in there, um, it's kind of, a, it's kind of just like a, a little jab, but obviously I know that they weren't going for it. If that was the case, it would be a completely different movie.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's not, I mean, it's not hard hitting. I do say the, there's stuff there though, that I'm not, I can't overlook. I mean, there's, there's, when you have the star of Top Gun starring in a movie like this, it's hard for me to say, well, this movie didn't try to have any kind of thing to comment on. It's, it's there. Um mm, I didn't see that comment, but I, I it's more that I
1: you have Jim Carter coming on in the beginning and then you also have Reagan coming on later. And I think that's that's really and that also again the CIA's involvement with a lot of uh dealings and Domino Gleason's character, obviously.
0: Well it's in it's in that, but it's in just having Cruz as the face of this movie, where you have him as the face of a movie where, hey, you need to join the air force because look how fucking cool it was, Tom it was the is of- Sorry, the navy. I apologize. The <laughs> Na- <laughs> he's flying planes. I don't know anything. They they have,
1: they have they have fighter pilots in the navy. I
0: understand. But he's, you know, look how fucking cool Tom Cruise is. You have this movie where it's <laughs> it's the it's the opposite of that where it's like, look at this like look at this smug bastard who just flies around and does all runs all these things for the CIA with American government money. Like it's 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 clearly putting putting across a message here. Um, it makes me. Yeah, I
1: think that they they just don't hit it home as much. I I'd also and like I agree say with that. that.
0: I, I do agree with that. But to say that it's not there is disingenuous. There, I mean, there's plenty to. If you want to read something into it, you can.
1: That's true. Uh, I will. Uh, uh, what should I call it? I oh, forgot my point here, but it was. Um, gah! Anyway, continue. Continue.
0: Um. I mean, I had no other point beyond. I like yeah, this movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh, I had no other point than uh, I thought it was all right.
0: <laughs> I <clears throat> the um what else was to say? I'm trying to think. No, I think uh, that's it. <laughs> I mean, the air... I mean, we didn't talk about the airplane scenes much beyond Cruise with the Planes*, but that, I think there is some. There's some good stuff with planes in this movie, as far as not just him flying them, but there's. There's a takeoff scene and a landing scene that are both hilarious in this movie. <laughs> and, um, I mean, we, we've talked about that, it, you know, it has this comedy approach. I should mention, I do think the comedy is funny in this movie. I think there's a lot of good, like, laugh moments in this movie. Uh, there's a whole crash sequence that's, I think, hysterical. I was cracking up in the theater as there, the kind of, the situation he was in, the state he was in as far as, what he's covered with as he's trying to yeah. flee a scene, it's like this is great. <laughs> this is this is just good stuff, and remind and it's a good reminder that you know Tom Cruise gets taken so seriously, and people seem to consistently forget that he's hilarious. He has great timing. Yeah, he's, like, a, he has, he's a really funny guy. He's very and he's very happy making fun of himself. Like he's not above that. I mean, if you, <laughs> watch he's it, really not. he's like, He's a goofball. Like, I said that you in my review. About, he's think a big about goofball. Back in like uh, what was a
1: movie, <laughs> Tropic Thunder, where. He's literally playing a character, and perhaps presumably maybe even himself that we're we're just not aware of. But then even when you read something like Aaron's working script for *A Few Good Men*, he's playing a, a, a dummy in that movie. He has a lot and he plays. Yeah,
0: the- Coffee's got some lines in there where it's like, <laughs> like uh, something about like like, like boats. He did not say there be boats. Like, yeah, like, right. Just right, like things yeah, like that. Like, or- you're Navy. like yeah. <laughs> Navy.
1: he's like, I, nobody likes her very much. <laughs>
0: or like anything involving Mission Impossible. He's constantly, like, he's like Mission a rag. Mission He's a, he's a rag doll in those movies. He constantly gets thrown around. And he doesn't care. Or like Edge of Tomorrow where he's just getting killed every single day. And, it's and, like, then it,
1: and then it gets serious and you're just like, wow, I feel bad for this guy.
0: Or like Minority Report where he's like, he drinks the bad milk and he eats the bad sandwich. That and it's was a, such <laughs> a,
1: like, that's such a Steven Spielberg, like, let's do fun stuff scene that I, I just was like,
0: what is going on here? So it's like, it it it, it shocks <laughs> me every time, you know, people are like, oh, that Cruise is pretty funny. And it's like, dude's always making funny. Like, he's, not, he's he's never not making the funny. I want to expand
1: that. Uh, there, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of actors that are really funny too, and they just are quote-unquote typecast into a leading man kind of role. I think Brad Pitt is really funny too. I oh, think yeah, there's, no,
0: there's there, like, there,
1: yeah. a lot of stuff that Brad Pitt isn't able to do because people want him to be the handsome guy that takes his shirt off uh with like waterfalls and horses and it's like brad pitt is hilarious this guy loves being like these goofy side characters
0: oh yeah there's a lot of these actors that are like character actors in these leading man bodies i'm not saying every one of them is good at it necessarily or everyone needs to be this way or something but there is a there's a lot of actors that do like to revel any actor really likes to revel in just playing up playing it big and obviously not every movie requires you to play it big, but Cruise is the kind of person, same with, like, Will Smith. Uh, they have this ability to be, you know, have the quality of a leading man, but also know that an audience wants to laugh in certain movies. And, like, this is a movie That's where, it. regardless of how good it is overall or how, like, you know, how much you, you desperately need to see it when it happens, it does, I think it does work for, you know, you want, you want Cruise in a movie where he portrays, like, this kind of, you know, regular guy, that doesn't have to save the world. Here's a movie for you. Here's something out there, right? And it works. It works well enough.
1: I actually remember my point. I was doing research later after this movie, and basically Barry Seal is is uh, that guy is not a great guy. So it's it's, it's really it's great that they they, they write based on a true story. And this you know the review that I was reading or the facts that I was reading wasn't to vilify anybody. It was just more of like hey, by the way, it was based on a true event. But also here's some stuff about Barry Seal. Uh, he was like married through times. He had like multiple kids. So, uh, and he, he was never really chummy-chummy with, like, the cartel gang. So it's just more of like, hey, yeah, no, this is a great fictionalization of a, of a pretty incredible story. Oh, yeah. Uh, this this is, is a
0: fictionalization for sure. Like, right? I've, I've...
1: Which, 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 when you take that into account, it's like, yeah, no, that is, it adds to the fun factor. I'll also lastly say that Doug Liman and Tom Cruise, they work pretty well together. And I think that that's one of the, the great joys of seeing a movie like this or anything you've seen in the past, um, of just them being like, you know, let's work on this idea, let's uh, expand on it, and let's make it into a movie.
0: And that's, I mean, that's an interesting thing in itself, and if we ever do, like, actor profile episodes, we can talk all about this, but Tom Cruise, he works with a lot, of, he, he chooses, he. you know, he's a guy that chooses who he works with very carefully, and yeah. he only, he's only worked with the same director a handful of times. Um, and when that happens, it's because Cruise and the, that director got along. Um, they got along really well. Yeah. You know, I mean it seems just, to be
1: the case for any sort of sort of professional relationship. Any right? sort of,
0: yeah, for sure. And like but like Cruz is you know, Russell Crowe and Ridley Scott worked together like five, six times at this point. Cruise has worked together, worked with people twice at most beyond. Yeah, Chris, Spielberg, besides Spielberg, M- Lyman. besides Christopher McQuarrie. Um, yeah, because he's like his go-to guy for scripts and everything too. Like they're like best buds. They hang out on the weekends. They walk their dogs together. I don't know. I'm making that up. But, I was uh, like, really? <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> what trades are you reading? <laughs> um, but but you know yeah, Cruise yeah Spielberg Tony Scott um, twice Top Gun Days of Thunder. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, the list is very short. It's a short list for sure, and so it's like working with Lyman means like he got along with Lyman, and yeah, I, I, if he's gonna do that again, I'm glad this is you know what came out of it because it's a it's it's a movie that shows these two guys that are just making a movie and having a good time together, and I think sometimes that good time doesn't reflect on screen. This time it did. I think it worked out. Hmm.
1: What's the name of the uh, the follow up to Live Die Repeat? Live Die Repeat and Repeat. Okay, all right, that'll be the third Come on, time guys. they're working
0: together again.
1: Cruz, get on that. Come on. Your production team needs to have a better title. You too, Doug
0: Ledman. That's, I mean, (laughs) people like that title. They
1: hated it when they first saw the movie, and nobody wanted to go see it.
0: That's not true. It wasn't called Live, Die, Repeat. They hated Edge of Tomorrow.
1: Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Well, they didn't
0: hate it. They just didn't know what what the hell it it, was. it, It doesn't sound like anything. And, it, and people I know that talk about that movie they saw on iTunes or On Demand or on HBO, they call it Live, Die, Repeat because the movie's been unofficially renamed yeah, they, as yeah, Live, exactly. Die, Repeat. <laughs> they renamed it. Yeah. And that's what they call so. it. And that's what Doug Liman fought for. He liked that title to begin with. <laughs> and, Live, Die, Repeat. And so everyone that's, you know, they're going to see Live, Die, Repeat and Repeat because it's like, oh, that's another one of those. I don't necessarily think it's the most clever idea, but at the same time, I'm at a loss of what to call a sequel to the Lift I repeat, or end of tomorrow. I don't know either. That, I,
1: yeah, I mean, and, until we're putting those visions like uh, like maybe Bluth, then uh, we don't have to make those
0: decisions. I'm also at a loss of, you know, what else do you do with that topic, but I, I mean, clearly they, found they broke some idea that works for a sequel, so we'll see what happens, but, you know. Uh, it, it, uh yeah we'll find out yeah, i think yeah, that's the yeah, kind of, like that's that's the bigger question i think how are they making a sequel to this movie <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the aliens come
0: back it, but seemed anyway. like a, it seemed like a good like yeah that was fun do we need another one of these but you know whatever it, it was, was really
1: fun oh yeah you
0: know it's great so yeah i i if, if they all think that they because you know again they all choose these things pretty specifically cruise yeah. isn't one to make sequels be saw beyond his franchises that he really likes uh, that said Jack Reacher 2 is terrible. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what really to
1: think. It was really bad. It was uh, so annoying.
0: Uh air would you where would you tell people to go see this movie? Um it see in the theaters. I th- I mean if you want if if again, not to keep harkening back to Mother, although I will because it's great. Uh, if you want something like, if you want something like this, if you want a studio to put out a mainstream film with a huge star and not just have them being saved the world or whatever he normally does, and see something that's a little bit different, see this movie. Like, what you like? Do you like Tom Cruise? Like, <laughs> you see this
1: movie? Uh, I think you can wait wait for it on uh, Blu-ray and DVD.
0: All right, there you go. So that's our uh, out now mini. Uh, for this week, we talked about as we talked about, uh, <laughs> about American Made. Uh, next week's full show, regular show, uh, will be Blade Rider 2049. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, we also have plenty of horror specials still coming throughout the month as well. So stay tuned for those. Um, those horror specials will include our commentary for this month as well. So you know you'll be ready for all that. Way um, more content again. Pl- yeah plenty of content yeah just because we put out so many hours last week doesn't mean we're gonna stop this week yeah so, i mean that, yeah. now
1: we've set the bar even higher right yes so, higher and higher we're just gonna never get off the mic
0: exactly um but we are gonna get off the mic right now because i am tired so that's gonna do it for this episode uh you can find all th- you know where you can find all the episodes about out there A- on itunes Audio Boom, everywhere facebook twitter on um, the internet but yeah that's gonna do it for this week's episode so until then, next time so long and goodbye doing it, Barry. We're, I'm doing the dance. Always doing. Yeah, we're, I know. I was like, "Are you doing the dance?" Right I'm doing now? the dance. We're doing it, Barry. We're expanding. Expanding operation. <laughs> you
1: so, <laughs> illegal? Uh,
0: as long as you do it for the good guys. This money here is mine. Uh, what money? <laughs> <laughs>